the resurrection of Jesus changes everything. It, it literally it literally changes everything in heaven and on earth and it's worth hearing about it'll change your it'll change your life change your family change your future and your present come welcome to Christ in all things a conversation about meaning and purpose it's based on a Bible verse Colossians 1:17 which says Christ is before all things and in him, all things hold together. Christ in All Things is a listening ear into conversations about receiving and giving the love and hope of Christ. And these conversations, they are an invitation. Because as you'll hear, and as much as we enjoy having them, digital media operates from a distance. And that is not what's best for us, with God, or with one another. So, thanks for listening. And if you're in the neighborhood, we invite you to participate in person in the life that finds its epicenter at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Welcome, listeners, back to Christ in All Things. You know, Pastor O'Donnell, I was just considering in the intro, we talk about uh, the being present here. It, it, not not at a distance, but actually tuned in to, to being present here uh, is what the is the epicenter of our life together in Christ. And I think it's fair to say the epicenter of the epicenter is Easter. Amen. That's a good intro. I do what I can. <laughs> and I that's, know it's why, not much. that's why we're here. And that's why we're here. So we're here today to talk about a preview of Holy Week. Right, which starts on Palm Sunday and goes all the way through to Easter Sunday. Now, we know the Resurrection Day celebration is the pinnacle. It's what it's all about. Um, and, and, and if you get the Easter joy and the, the, the wonder of the Alleluias as they return, that's great. And we'll have instrumentation and music and choir and, and all the trappings that go along with, you know, Easter, including a breakfast. But what, what, we, what we want to do today, uh, and thank you for joining us for this, uh, Pastor O'Donnell, as we dig in, um, is invite you, the listener, to deepen your appreciation of the resurrection celebration, which is Easter Sunday, by journeying with us from Palm Sunday through the reading of the Passion of Christ, into Monday, Thursday, through the somber tones of Good Friday, into the, the history of the salvation narrative that is the Easter Vigil and the joyous, almost raucous Easter acclamation that happens at the end of that service, then into... The, the Paschal Feast. Easter Day. Of Easter Day. Yep. So, so let's, let's, begin with, let's begin with Palm Sunday. So we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that because we divide the preaching. And so let's, let's do this by who's preaching that day. Oh, fun. Okay. And, okay. <laughs> and so you, so, because we're going to, we're going to mark, march for, march quickly through Holy Week to tell you what we're doing. Yeah. 
and invite you to come and participate. Right Since on. you're the preacher on Palm Sunday, sure. tell us about Palm Sunday real briefly, and then we'll go from there. Okay, so Palm Sunday is the celebration of the triumphal entry of Christ into Jerusalem. It's the last time he comes into this beloved city. Uh, he is greeted by crowds with shouts of Hosanna to the son of David. Uh, I am, for the sermon, tying together part of the psalm of the day, Psalm 118, with the hymn of the day, All Glory, Laud, and Honor, to see how these two are the song that we, the church, continue to sing today. Um, and, and I'm beginning to introduce, um, or rather we get into the idea of the victory celebration isn't the shouts of Hosanna and the glory and laud and honor that we sing. It's, in fact, this week is his humiliation put on full display. Indeed. A lot, a lot of churches, and, and you can do this. I mean, we have freedom in Christ to do the reading a lot, but a lot of churches will observe it, this is Passion Sunday. Yeah. And, and, you can, and you can do that. But at St. Paul's, we don't. We, Palm Sunday is Palm Sunday. Yeah, because the rest of the week, <laughs> as it, you'll hear, is Passion uh, week. we deal with the passion for the rest of the week. Right? So Palm Sunday is Palm Sunday. And then... And, and then, and then beginning the and those services, by the way, are, are Saturday at, at five, Sunday at eight, and Sunday at ten thirty, uh, and and like our normal weekend, right? We invite you to come. We there's palms to take home to remind yourself of Jesus' triumphal but humble entry uh, into this week of His Passion, um, and uh, a unique practice that I picked up along the way is I'll take that palm frond. Uh, and and before it dries, uh, I'll fold it into a cross, right? So that it dries as a cross, uh, which is kind of a... See, a, I use my palm frond later in the day to tickle my son's nose and try and annoy him. Yeah. Uh, so after Palm Sunday <laughs> comes Holy Week begins. And, and Holy Week is set up so that Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we have a service at 1215 in the afternoon and at 6:30 at night it's the same service both times it's a shortened service so it's a, a really a responsive prayer service uh, but the the readings that we hear in those services are really what it's about it's about slowing down to hear the passion narrative on monday you're preaching monday i've got i've got monday so it's and this, these services on Holy Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, they're again, as you said, they're not full blown. This, these are designed for us to to listen yeah. to the large gulps, as it were, and and that's not something we typically do. Yeah. It's part of the reason it's such a huge blessing. We we often listen to little sections of scripture. Yeah, but this 10, 15 verses in in on Holy Monday and Holy Tuesday. And Holy Wednesday, yeah, we listen to the Passion accounts. First of all, on Monday is the Passion according to Saint Matthew, and then you've got Tuesday, Tuesday, which is Saint Mark, and that's chapters fourteen and fifteen, all all of chapter fourteen and fifteen, and then you have Wednesday, and that's the Passion according to according to Saint Luke, which we read in full. Yep, and and again, those services are at twelve fifteen or at six thirty p.m. Yep. So same service, either in their their relative, they're designed just to let you take this in. And, and I, I guarantee you, if you haven't done this before, 
if you're usually an Easter person mm-hmm. and maybe you go to Good Friday, mm-hmm. I would encourage you in as I strongly encourage you to consider coming to Palm Sunday. You can come every day, do it. Yeah. But uh if <laughs> but if if you can't, right, there there is something about this rhythm of of entering into and hearing the passion of Jesus. And yeah. for us who who are there every day participating, I mean there you just you hear this and then you hear the differences. Yeah. Uh, that the you know each gospel writer the Lord has is you know has uses the each gospel writer differently to bring out nuances and in that that give flavor color and and glory to what the Lord Jesus does for us and and then we come so that holy you know we have Holy Monday Tuesday Wednesday yeah then we come to what we call Monday Thursday which or which means comes from the French word for command yeah. Um, and that's the Thursday is the day on which Jesus institutes what we call the Lord's Supper. Yeah. And that service, those services are also 1215 and 630, but that, that service is about the institution of the Lord's Supper. And the reception of it, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, no Lord's Supper, just reading. Thursday we is, gather around. We celebrate the supper. The supper, and it's also this year, the the conclusion of the series that we've been doing midweek called the Glorious Body. Yeah, because well, as you see when you come, I like the expectation. Yeah. There is you're a, just going to come a, a, yeah. as you as you see when you come. The Lord's Supper isn't simply a remembrance. Oh, right. It's right. it's actually something dramatically deeper. Yeah. In, yeah. Eternal in, in significance. In every in every way. Yeah. And then so again, those services are at twelve fifteen or at six thirty PM. Right. And then we get to Friday. We have yeah. And I good you know, for us Friday. And and you're preaching. I this this happens to be, I think we may have talked about this before. For for me, the top three services yeah. of that just kind of have emotional impact for me personally are Easter, Good Friday, Tenebrae, yeah, and All Saints Day, yeah. But so tell us about Good Friday. So Good Friday, we have two services on Good Friday. There is a twelve fifteen service, which is called the Chief Service. It is a a pretty full divine service with the Lord's Supper. Um, and it, it's a little simplified in some ways uh, musically. It's not as adorned as, say, the vigil or Easter Sunday is. Um, but and while you know s- slightly more somber in tone, uh, it's not a funeral for Jesus. Um, it is a remembrance of his passion and the result thereof, which brings us to the table. Um, now. And and in the in the readings we are you've got a couple wrinkles this year yeah. which I'm looking forward to related to Psalm 22 yeah and the passion that is the account of Jesus' death according yeah. to Saint John yeah so I'm again I've been all all through the season of Lent and the Sundays in Lent um, I I've been tasked with preaching on Sundays and so I've been weaving together the Psalm of the day the Psalm assigned for the day and the hymn assigned for the day. Um, and I, wa- I wanted to continue that uh, into Easter Sunday. 
Uh, and so I thought, why not do it on Good Friday too? Well, what ended up happening was, uh, see what had happened was the, the Psalm 22 reading, which Jesus actually quotes from the cross, um, ends up getting woven into the passion narrative according to John for that tenebrae service. And tenebrae means darkness, uh, and it is a service that starts at 8 o'clock p.m., so that hopefully it's dark when we start. Um, And lights continue to dim through the service as the service goes on. It ends in darkness. Uh, The other thing to mention about uh, the tenebrae service, wow, that one ran away from me, Uh, we have been using as our midweek evening service this prayer at the close of the day called Compline, uh, which is this beautiful, musical, prayerful service. Um, I, I fell in love with it long ago. Uh, we're, we're learning to love and, it as and, a congregation. And we've introduced it to St. Yeah. Paul's this, yeah. this Lent. Yeah. yeah, and we're learning to love it. Um, and so Good Friday, the Tenebrae service at Good Friday, is actually Compline. Sort of, with with a with, couple wrinkles. With a couple wrinkles, yeah. One, one um, of one of the one of the wrinkles that we do here at St. Paul's um, that we started, you know, probably be ten or eleven years ago. We have a a lar- so we do this thing called an act of contrition. If you've never participated in it, it can be pretty moving. Um, where our act of contrition, our act of our own kind of personal confession related to the death of Jesus, is. Uh, Years ago, a member of the congregation made a great big cedar rough-hewn rough hewn, cross. Rough hewn cross. And the attendees at the Tenebrae service have an opportunity to come forward and put their own nail in the cross. And so you'll, it is, it's a very sobering thing, especially the first time you come, um, to hear kind of the people sing in the background and just to heal the, hear the nails yeah. going and, in the cross. And they're old school nails. Old, old school kind of yeah yeah hard iron old school nails like yeah you, so yeah. it's a it's a that's a non-communion service but a for for me one of the most emotionally impactful of the yeah. whole church of the yeah. whole church here uh, I would agree uh, and in the past I've always made sure that uh, when I when I was doing this gig by myself right as a pastor way out on the west coast of uh, Wisconsin. Um, the West Coast. Yeah, the West Coast of Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, I always used to joke that I got banished to the Western Frontier. I loved it out there. I mean, honestly, it, I know it the was Missis- so beautiful. Mississippi is amazing. It, it's so so wonderful. You came and visited a couple of times for pastors' conferences, right? Um, I would always make Good Friday something. Like I was always do something special on Good Friday, where I would be like all over the place from guitar here to preaching there to reading this and just to keep myself busy because <laughs> it's, it can be pretty emotionally but, gripping. Right? And, and that's, we encourage you to come. Yeah. And Good just Friday is soak special. it up. Just soak it in. Uh, and, and, and if you make it through when, when you make it through the silence that ends Good Friday, by the way, that tenebrae service ends in silence mm-hmm. and we leave in, in silence. silence. We come back on Holy Saturday at 12.15. There's a real brief, this is where we remember when Jesus is placed in the tomb. Yeah. It's a real, it's real brief, uh, a prayer reading song. Yeah. Remembrance of Joseph of Arimathea coming and taking the body, placing it in the tomb. 
and then and then in the evening at eight p.m. We, we get we get to your one of your, one of your favorite yeah, things. Yeah, another one of my favorite things is the Easter Vigil. Um, the Easter Vigil is the only the only uh, service in the calendar year of the church where we get to hear the whole salvation story from creation all the way through the resurrection in one fell swoop. We do abbreviate it. You're not going to be there for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We don't read the whole Bible, right? Uh, But, but there are some selected readings that, that get us through the, the main, well, some of the main. Take us through the story of salvation. Yeah. Theological moments in that story of salvation. And it ends with the celebration of the Lord's Supper and the Easter acclamation. And we rejoice that Christ is risen. And then we go home. And then we go home for a brief while. Yeah, cause, because. Because then there's the traditional Easter sunrise, Easter sunrise Easter service, service. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Which is another communion service. Mm-hmm. And then followed by a service at 8 a.m. Again, full communion Easter service. And then 1030, again, full divine service. Pull out the stops musically. We have a lot of fun uh, bringing in choirs, and um, we've got some guest musicians coming in. I understand this year, uh, so that that'll be fun because um, it always is. There is an Easter breakfast uh, from seven a.m. to nine thirty a.m. So after the sunrise service, come have breakfast, and that's served by our the- by our youth, and proceeds go to support the youth group. Yep, yep, and uh, part of that is we're we're going to higher things this summer. So to a youth conference? Yep, to a youth conference. So that'll help with that. Um, Easter Day is amazing, folks. Yeah. You know, and again, if you're if you happen to be listening and you're not a member of St. Paul's and don't know what you're doing, we encourage you to come and participate. The resurrection of Jesus changes everything. It it literally it literally changes everything in heaven and on earth. And it's worth hearing about. It'll change your it'll change your life, change your family, change your future and your present. Come. It is, his resurrection is the center of human history. Amen. Thanks for joining us on Christ in All Things. For show notes and other information about this or other episodes of Christ in All Things, visit ChristInAllThings.org. Comments may be emailed to comments at ChristInAllThings.org. To support Christ in All Things, click the donate page at either ChristinAllThings.org or SPLCO.org. In thanks for a one-time gift of $100 or more, you receive a pair of nerdy blue light blocking glasses with the Christ in All Things logo on them. Pastor Shockman loves these. <laughs> that is so not true. Patrons who subscribe for a monthly gift of $20 or more will have early access to the show and receive some on-air clapping as well as a pair of Wisconsin-made Christ in All Things hiking socks. Gifts of $1,000 or more will receive thunderous on-air clapping (laughs) and a word of thanks, plus a handmade leather Christ in All Things folio by the Murdy Creative Company. For a gift of $10,000 or more, we will go bleepin' bananas. Do a happy dance and take the show on the road to your home or wherever it is you'd like to fly us to record with you. All post-production surplus supports youth ministry at St. Paul's. Thank you for your support. Christ in All Things is a production of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. For more information about St. Paul's, visit splco.org, email us at info at splco.org, or call us at 262-567-5001. 
Intro outro music setting by Joseph Hurl, copyright 1998, Concordia Publishing House, used with permission. <laughs>